Welcome to Divorce Right, HR solutions for divorce in the workplace. I'm your host, Vicki Townsend, and welcome to the show for HR directors, managers, and department heads looking for solutions for their divorcing employees. Divorce is the second highest life stressor coming in just slightly behind death of a loved one. From presenteeism to absences and everything in between, divorcing employees cost our country billions of dollars each year in lost productivity. In this show, you'll learn how you can help your employees through this very challenging life event. So join us every Monday where we dive into the state-of-the-art techniques, tips, and real-world solutions for divorcing employees in the workplace. You'll meet thought leaders from the divorce and the human resources industries from across the country. You'll hear from industry giants in the fields of mental health, legal matters, finance, issues with children, and so much more to help you help your employee through this incredibly challenging life event. So put it on your calendar and learn how you can make this process a better one for your team. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today, our topic is helping your employees navigate the divorce and family law process. Uh, and today, our special guest is Jacqueline Harunian. She is a partner of the law firm of Whistleman Harunian Family Law. It was established in 1976 and is a recognized leader in the field of New York matrimonial and family law. Her unique and multidisciplinary background includes a graduate degree in behavioral forensic psychology and family systems therapy, which enables her to adeptly handle and successfully resolve complex divorce and custody and support matters in the family and Supreme Courts on Long Island and New York City. She is recognized as an AV preeminent rated litigator and having tried numerous and complex high income and asset matrimonial and family law cases, as well as bench trials and having prepared and argued appeals before the first and second departments of the appellate division, Ms. Runian has demonstrated her competence and credibility with judges and adversaries. So thank you so much, uh, Jackie, for being here with us today. I think this is a very important conversation to have with employers so that they understand what's happening with businesses and family law. So I'm going to let you start. We're going to, we're to really, I think we're going to start talking about the disrupt, the distractions, disruptions, and stress and how that affects the business and other employees. Yeah. Thank you, Vicki. First, I want to say thank you very much for inviting me to speak with you today. I think this is a very relevant topic because we are right now hopefully towards the end of a pandemic and all of us, whether we're involved in a divorce lawsuit or not, are under extreme stress. And that stress means that at work, we are being uh, distracted by issues at home and at home, the work, it's become very much a situation where it's, we all feel very disoriented because of the way life is really constantly turning us upside down and changing the rules. And that goes double for parents that are trying to deal with their children and, and going to school and keep up with everything that's going on in school these days. And for those of us at work, uh, we have to deal with all of the changing landscapes of do we go into work, who's healthy, who's sick, what's going on. So I just want to start there that all of us are in a heightened uh, area of stress mm -hmm. because of everything going on in our world and technology is a big part of that. So now what happens when you have a person, an employee, or you might be going through it yourself, that's now dealing with a family law situation. So things at home are truly at a point of crisis and now they have to show up at work and how does that impact uh, employees? Uh, uh, the answer is it impacts them a lot. Being served with a lawsuit 
is not a joke. They have to respond to those lawsuits. They might be uh, in a situation at home where there's a lot of ambivalence about what's going on in their marriage. How is it affecting their children? There are a lot of clients that are dealing with their own mental health issues or their spouses or partners' mental health issues, or it might be issues affecting teenagers or children in the home. It really is overwhelming for most clients. Uh, and so just a little bit more about what I deal with. I'm a partner, I'm now the managing partner of a what's considered to be a large family law practice in New York. We have 11 attorneys, and I've been doing this for a really long time, over 25 years. And so I can say with certainty that even in cases that seem uncontested or amicable, that is still doesn't take away the fact that going through a family law case, going through a divorce is extremely uh, difficult, it's painful, and it's disruptive to people that are going to work. And so uh, I want to give a little bit of a behind the curtain view for employers, for uh, HR departments, and for managers and employees themselves of how a family law situation can impact work. So I've already commented on the stress level. Uh, it's stressful and you are going to see changes potentially in employee behavior because uh, everyone has a different level of comfort regarding sharing private details. Uh, you might find that employees become withdrawn or depressed or it starts to affect their work performance. They might call in sick. They might not be able to focus on work. And again, uh, remember, these are employees whose lives have been turned upside down. Maybe they're dealing with a recent infidelity of a partner. Maybe their partner's not coming home at night. There might be drinking. There might be domestic violence. There might be police coming to the house. So how do you sort of cover all that up and come to work and not have it affect you? Uh, the answer is it is going to affect employee performance. And uh, the employee might not be sharing those details with coworkers or with HR. I'm not even saying they should. It's maybe not such a great idea to overshare those details. What I do see is that, um, jumping ahead a little bit, is after the case gets underway, after both parties are either dealing with a marriage counselor or maybe with a lawyer or mediator, uh, the situation starts to become normalized a little bit. They start to adjust. So days and weeks into the process, it's not quite such a shock. Maybe it is starting to feel a little bit more like uh, this is a process. And even for parties that don't want a divorce, they might start to warm up to the idea. They start to have some insight that maybe this is something that is going to happen, that needs to happen. And so they're going to get their own advisors and start to uh, get advice about how this is all going to move forward. Um, a lawsuit, whether it's out of court or in court, it's a process. It takes many weeks and months. And what I like to tell my clients is uh, in the beginning, you really have to look at it almost like a marathon. You know, it's a long run. You have to pace yourself. It's going to take time to gather the information you need, whether you have a simple case or a more complex one. Don't burn out in the first five miles. Pace yourself. It's going to take time. Get the best advisors you could possibly afford. Talk to uh, people that have been through the process. So that's either a support group or a friend uh, or a family member that can keep you steady and help you understand that um, you're going to survive this experience. Divorce is incredibly common. Um, I think the divorce rates are actually dropping. So it's somewhere between 35 and 40 percent. But that's still a very high number. So why is divorce 
family law matters so disruptive in other ways. It's disruptive because in a relatively short period of time, um, uh, employees are hit with demands for financial information. So starting with the basics, they have to get together their paychecks, their tax returns. By the way, not everyone is filing tax returns on time. They have to meet with their accountants. They have to get this information together. Uh, they have to give it to their attorneys. There might be letters or subpoenas going to their HR departments. There might be subpoenas for financial records. Uh, they might need to get information about their 401k and retirement assets. And all of this is in a very pressured environment where sometimes employees aren't really ready to get all that information together. Sometimes they're having an emotional response. Uh, it's a little bit adversarial sometimes. They don't always want to cooperate. But of course, uh, the best way, and now I'm speaking to everyone listening here, whether you're single or married or divorced, is everyone needs to have their financial information uh, organized somewhere uh, for some uh, purpose that really is in your be best interest. So whether you're single or married, you should have your tax returns uh, copied and put in a PDF and, and in a file somewhere. That's just good financial planning. You should have your paychecks. Again, in a PDF, I'm talking really about a paperless situation. You want to have your records, your financial records ready um, just for your own benefit. Uh, in a divorce context, you are required to provide that documentation. And so this is something that's going to cause disruption for employees at work. They have to take the time to meet with their lawyers, to meet with accountants, to focus on all of the requirements and demands of going through a divorce process. Um, so they need to obtain all that information. Uh, and then uh, what happens when these cases are in court? Um, employees, for the most part, are going to be meeting with their lawyers and judges, just like you and I are meeting right now, Vicki. Uh, it's virtual. Uh, we're not really going into court that much in New York. But still, uh, these are court appearances that are scheduled. These are meetings with attorneys and advisors that are going to possibly intrude on the workday. It's going to eat into the nine to five. Um, and, and employers, especially with valued employees, you need to be sensitive to that and, and understanding that there are going to be time taken off from work, uh, distracted employees that are really overwhelmed with the uh, process of divorce and family law and, and wanting to get them through uh, the first early stages when it's really quite stressful and into a point where it becomes normalized, they understand it's a process and hopefully cooperating uh, with their advisors. Absolutely. What about like, also they, they take off for emergencies and things like that, that aren't even a part of that. Yeah. So emergencies, unfortunately are part of family law practice. I haven't even gotten to uh, really custody issues. There are many cases where uh, there are emergencies relating to children. It could be domestic violence. It could be child abuse. It could be because one parent is not being allowed to see their child. And uh, attorneys need to go to judges sometimes to get emergency relief to protect uh, their clients and to protect children. And there are also emergencies related to financial matters. Unfortunately, because divorce is such a negative and sometimes adversarial process, people are motivated to undermine their partner. That might be they stop paying the mortgage. They might be hiding assets. They might be transferring assets. They might be running up debt. There are all kinds of reasons why employees might suddenly need to get emergency relief. And that almost always means going to a family law attorney that knows how to litigate 
Um, mediation is a wonderful process. I encourage everyone listening to investigate the possibility of using a mediator or at the very least keeping their case out of court if they can. And the way to do that is you hire a lawyer that tries to keep the case out of court, that doesn't run to court without a good reason. Um, and so you have to really, it's really caveat emptor. Uh, you as the client as the consumer need to know who you're hiring and be at the table devising a strategy that makes sense and is cost effective and is going to get you to your goal for for the average person going through a divorce uh, it really means some form of joint custody it means support by both parents for children and it means sharing assets in some reasonable way uh, in a more longer marriage issues tend to be a little bit more complex. In shorter marriages, sometimes cases can be resolved uh, on the early side. But again, uh, people have to get advice. They have to trust and accept the advice from their advisors. And uh, in the beginning, uh, that's not always what people are motivated to do because they're really overwhelmed. What, well, do, you think, what do you think about childcare and medical issues like due to COVID-19? Yeah, I mean, this is something that going through a divorce or not, parents have to deal with the fact that sometimes school is canceled on very short notice. Sometimes a child's school will be open, but there's a classmate that has COVID. And so the whole class has to suddenly quarantine or stay home. It really is specific to every different school district and every city and state in this country. Everyone is dealing with COVID uh, and childcare issues in very different ways. Uh, we have had, even in my office, we have uh, over 20 employees uh, over the past few weeks because of what's been going on with COVID. We have employees that are out, uh, they're, they're home because they have to get tested. They have family members that might've been exposed. It really is a, you know, a situation where as the managing partner, I have to make sure that my employees are safe, uh, that they're healthy, hopefully, that they're gonna be able to work in some capacity, but it really does take a lot of flexibility and compassion and understanding that COVID is affecting all of us in different ways. And for uh, employees that are dealing with family law situations, it really takes a very high degree of understanding um, and trying to be flexible with what they need to get through the situation. We have had employees here that are dealing with their own family law situations. Mm -hmm. And so uh, again, a lot of court involvement, uh, they're anxious about legal fees. Everyone is anxious about every component of a family law matter because it's overwhelming financially, it's overwhelming in terms of um, producing all the required documentation, and it's overwhelming uh, for sure um, in an emotional way because it affects everything that's important to people, their children, their future, uh, their sense of where their life is going. It, it is very, very difficult to process in the beginning, especially. Yeah. You talked about health issues. Um, what about health insurance coverage, moving from a family plan to an individual plan, those types of things, COBRA, what, right. what does that look like for families? So, so that's also a very important concern in New York. And I'm going to be just careful to say that the, what I'm sharing now really has to do with New York law. In New York, when a case is starting, you are not allowed to change the health insurance status of your partner or for the children. There is effectively a freeze or like a status quo order. If you're covering your spouse and children, you're required to continue covering your spouse and children. Health insurance is very important. And today, more than ever, everyone needs to have that uh, ability to go visit doctors or get tested or whatever the situation is. But there is a cost factor 
for insurance, uh, there is a difference in cost between an individual plan or a family plan. And if both parties are working, that cost is shared between the parents. And I think it's a very fair law. Uh, for the most part, costs for health insurance and for uh, other add-ons in New York, that's what we call them, costs for childcare and even college bills are gonna be shared between the parents uh, in a way that's proportionate to their income. And so that all those details will get worked out. And, and this is the other thing that uh, employees, anyone going through a family law situation, you have to uh, get the best advice you can and understand that a lot of these things that seem so urgent at the beginning are going to be worked out in one way or the other. 95% of cases in New York and all over the country, they settle before trial. Your case will probably settle too. And so it seems like uh, it's so um, out of control. And how do I uh, resolve all these details that seem to be a million details? But the fact is, most of those details will get worked out in due course uh, with the advice of your advisors. And everyone should feel confident that their case will probably get worked out too. And if it's not resolving, uh, you know, consider your own role in that. What can you do to take a reasonable stance and work out as many issues as possible? Well, you know, our, our audience are the, the HR managers and things, and they have to do, they have to deal with the COBRA, those types of issues, and also quadros. Can you speak to quadros for a quick minute? Yes. Yes. Retirement assets are oftentimes the biggest asset in a case, um, or it could be the marital residence. But pertaining to employment, a lot of longer term marriages have 401k, 403b or, or pensions or other types of retirement accounts. And uh, there's almost always laws that protect the spouse. So these retirement assets are marital property in almost every single state. And what that means is they have to be divided in some manner. Uh, and as part of the divorce, usually towards the end, there has to be a court order in most cases to divide up those assets. In New York and many other states, it's called a, called a quadro, a qualified domestic relations order. And it is a specific set of papers that have to be drawn up with the help of a neutral actuary, a neutral um, pension uh, advisor who is going to look at all the numbers, divide up the plan, have it reviewed by both attorneys, and then the paperwork goes to a judge. The judge is the one who's going to issue the order, the quadro that actually gets the process finalized and gets the asset divided. So there's a lot of steps involved. But it is quite routine. It is pretty straightforward. And it is a part of a lot of cases. And it does go through HR in many cases because the numbers have to be uh, confirmed. And everyone wants to feel like it's a fair process and they're getting what they are entitled to. And that's really what the quadro process is. And so speaking of that, what about confidentiality issues, release of documents, et cetera, what tell, in, in the HR setting and in, in the, in the workplace setting? Yeah, I mean, in many, many cases, um, emails, text messages, documents are going to be part of the evidence in the case. And in many families, parties use a shared laptop or they have a shared computer or even with Apple and iCloud, it's very easy for clients to access their spouse's very sensitive financial information and even work information. And in a married context, 
uh, parties uh, will trust one another, will um, not necessarily review tax returns or take a look at financial records. In a divorce context, it's very different. And uh, confidentiality is a very big deal, not only regarding medical records, but regarding financial and work records. And most people are going to be filing separate tax returns and wanting to keep their financial information uh, confidential if they can. Uh, that includes information regarding bonuses or expense accounts or correspondence with other people at work. So uh, the general rule is that people should be careful with their financial and um, sensitive data. You want to change passwords. You might want to monitor email accounts. Uh, you want to make sure that you take every step to protect yourself. You should never, ever underestimate a spouse, uh, no less someone you're in litigation with. So uh, HR has to make sure that those passwords are protected. And if anyone is concerned about uh, information for a work account, you want to speak to your HR department and make sure you're getting um, all that information protected. It's in your own best interest. And it's in your company's best interest. And sometimes we're talking about family businesses. And uh, these are these are cases where sometimes it goes into litigation uh, and it's unfortunate. Um, but this is what drives people when they're angry and upset. So yeah, take the steps you can. Yeah, which takes us to the mental health uh, issues, substance abuse, depression, anxiety. You want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, that's sort of what I started out saying, um, you know, feeling overwhelmed is a given for all of us these days. But if you're going through a family law matter, if your spouse has been unfaithful or uh, your life has been disrupted, you're no longer living in your home, you're no longer seeing your children, that usually means that you're going to have new friends, new habits. Uh, some of those are not great habits. Uh, there is a lot of drinking. There is substance abuse. A lot of people deal with their feelings using coping mechanisms that really aren't the most healthy. I, I really think, uh, Vicki, that almost everyone going through a, a crisis, a family crisis, and it could be a death of a, of a spouse, uh, or it could be some other major disruption like a divorce, almost everyone could benefit from seeing a therapist or going to a support group. That's a much healthier way to cope with the stress uh, rather than drinking um, or finding, uh, you know, people that might not necessarily have your best interests at heart, uh, bad behavior that ends up being shared on social media or things that end up affecting custody cases, uh, people, their, their judgment is impaired sometimes. They're too much in a hurry to get to the next chapter and it affects, you know, their, their children. And so, uh, and the other thing is a lot of marriages end up in crisis because people have untreated mental illness. They might have depression, they might have OCD issues, anxiety, uh, controlling behavior. A lot of this really would benefit from seeing a therapist and maybe taking medication in some situations. And I have seen relationships get changed. Uh, I've seen them improve uh, when people will admit that they need help, go to AA or go to a doctor or uh, really have the support of their family to get to a better place. Um, you know, the other way is to live in denial about these issues, and it almost always ends in just bad outcomes, orders of protection, custody orders that are really um, harsh, um, outcomes that they wouldn't want, but they don't necessarily, they're not necessarily thinking with their best judgment. Right, 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 right. So I want to wrap this up, um, and we're going to be talking, we're going to do another podcast um, around another area of your expertise, which is religious divorces. We're going to be doing that. Um, and you guys can, can look for that very soon. Um, is there anything around, um, what the HR 
directors and supervisors and even even direct supervisors need to know about what they're going to be dealing with with um, like custody issues and um, those types of things that can come back and impact them at work. Sure. I mean, I think HR departments, especially in larger companies, know that there is a big societal change going on right now. Um, people want different schedules. They want the flexibility to work from home. Uh, they want to use technology to be able to use do their jobs. And uh, in the family law arena, there's been a major push forward, especially during the pandemic with joint custody. And this is a great thing for many families. A lot of fathers are very, very involved in raising their children. A lot of them are working from home now uh, in ways that they weren't before. And HR departments have to be prepared for that. A lot of mothers and fathers are agreeing to 50-50 joint custody. And that means a lot of fathers are going to have childcare responsibilities and other things uh, that they're focused on. Um, and hopefully their children will benefit. A lot of fathers are very interested in being active fathers, which I think is great. Uh, when I started practicing family law over 25 years ago, that was not the case. So HR departments have to be prepared for requests such as I have my children the whole week and the next week they're with their mom. What can I do to maximize my work hours when my children aren't with me? Because I want to have more time uh, after school when my children are with their mom. 50-50 custody is gaining ground all over the country. It's happening in New York. I can't believe how many of my clients are agreeing to it. Uh, and a lot of mothers like it too, because moms are now moving forward in their careers. A lot of them are breadwinners in their families, and they like having that extra time to themselves to focus on their life, their career, and then to have that 50-50 custody and to have a real co-parent. So this is a positive development in family law. Um, no fault divorce, joint custody, collaborative parenting, amicable divorces. This, this is a possibility for many people, not all. But I, I do think it's a positive step and the work world uh, HR departments need to be ready for it too. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jackie. I appreciate you so much. And uh, thank you. We're going we're gonna to wrap this up today and join us for another conversation with Jackie about religious divorces. You'll find it incredibly interesting and something that you need to know as you have um, your employees from different backgrounds, different religious backgrounds, different cultural backgrounds. So thank you, Jackie, for being with us today. And we're going to say goodbye for now. And we'll see you on our next podcast. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us on Divorce Right HR Solutions for Divorce in the Workplace. If you know someone who would benefit from something you've learned today, please share this with them. And if you found value, please leave us a review.